0: I was so desperate not to be a victim to my story that I actually became a victim to my story because my own silence kept me in shame. And when I was unable to speak up for myself, I started losing parts of myself. And I struggled to be honest with those around me. Um, I kept things to myself. I kept bottled up. I internally processed everything and I didn't share who I was even with the people who were closest with me. Hey friend, are you ready to take courageous steps to create a life and business you love? Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, mindset coach, author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I could step into my own power, shift my mindset, and take ownership of my own destiny. Now I coach women across the globe who are ready to own their life and make a massive impact. Each week I'll share conversations with amazing humans who've been willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice to help you take brave steps in your own life and business. Hello and welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm your host, Andrea Crisp. And you are joining me for the first episode in the Authentically Me series. If you joined me last week, I shared all about why I have decided to take the month of October and November and even into the beginning of December to share my own personal transformation stories with you and how important I believe it is to living authentic life. And so I wanted to pull back the curtain and share with you some of my own journey. But before we get into today's episode, I want to make a very special announcement. If you have not already heard, we are having our very first live podcast recording event. Yes, this November 11th in Toronto, Ontario at Leaside Studio and I couldn't be more excited. So if you live in the Toronto area or live in Ontario and you're like, I have to be there. I really encourage you to join us. This is a ticketed event and we are going to have a light breakfast as well as my dear friend Shanika Gosling is going to be doing photography. So you're going to walk home with a photograph of yourself that you can use for your business, for your social media, just for anything that you um, desire to use it for. And we are going to be continuing this series, Authentically Me, live at the Leeside studio. So I'm going to leave the link in the show notes for you to grab your ticket. Make sure you get them quickly because they will go fast. And I cannot wait to see you November 11th in Toronto. And as we start this series, I have a question for you today. Do you find yourself trying to keep your own personal truth from coming out because you are not living as authentically as you possibly can? Hmm, that's a big question, right? I think so many of us are carrying around... Little secrets. Now, I find that secrets can be like almost like a, a bad or a naughty word, but really there are truth. They're something that we are carrying around that we don't want anyone else to know. Now, you may find yourself doing that because you feel ashamed of what that is, or you feel like you might be judged. If someone knew what your truth or that secret was, and maybe you're even really fearful of what might happen if it was exposed. And I have to honestly say that when I thought about recording this particular series for you, I knew that I would end up talking about a story in my life that really shaped me who I am today, it has really, really been, um, I guess, the marker of the woman that I have become. But it's something that I've not really shared publicly. And so today, I thought I would start the series off with probably one of the most, you know, pivotal transformations that I've had in my own life, and and even really how I'm still working through it. So we're going to get to that, though. in in a few minutes and I'm going to share with you um, why I've not always been able to speak my own truth and why just now at 49 years old, I am no longer available to hold in those secrets Um, and I'm going to honor myself by doing it. And hopefully show you that you can do the same thing and that you can really, truly have the transformation in your own life and make an impact the way you want to make an impact when you share vulnerably and authentically. And I want to say this as before even we, we go any further, that I think it's really important that when we're sharing our truth, that we share it from a healed place not out of woundedness. And so I want to just start by saying that because I have done a lot of work to get to this place to be able to share this with you. You might feel right now like your own voice has been locked away and you're desperate to share your voice, your truth with the world. And you might've even found yourself playing small, not really showing up, in your life, maybe not showing up in your relationships, your marriage, your business, and you might even be sitting on the sidelines because of it, not taking action, not really being who you know yourself to be for fear that if you did speak up and you did share your truth and you were honest and you were transparent and you were vulnerable, that you would lose people in your life. Maybe they would judge you. Maybe they would walk away from you. Maybe you would, you fear that you lose it all. And even, you know, as I was thinking about recording this episode and sharing my own truth with you today, there was a lot of, you know, uh, internal hesitation that, you know, is this the right time? Should I really be saying this? Is this going to hurt or offend anyone? Um, But the whole reason why I am sharing this today with you is because I have kept it such a well-guarded secret in my life that it has, it has actually been detrimental to me. And it can no longer, I can no longer stay silent in it. And so that is why I am sharing this with you. And I know that in my own life, you know, I have gone through many, many things that um, were really, really difficult. And you may have experienced similar things. Maybe you've, you know, not had the relationships that you really desire, because you haven't been able to be honest. Maybe you feel like you're completely missing out on things in life. I know I have felt that way. Maybe you're struggling to Show up in your business. And when I say show up, like really honestly, like say what you want to say. I mean, sometimes we say kind of what we want to say, but not really what we want to say. And maybe you're not even allowing yourself to be seen or heard, or you're just saying things that are gonna appease someone else. And all of that, all of that can cause so much like pain and anguish in your life, depression. Anxiety, loneliness, despair. um, And all of these things are things that I've personally experienced in my own life. So I completely get it. I completely get it. And when I talk about doing the inner healing work, the transformation, so often I have clients that come in and they are like, Andrea, I'm not able to, you know, grow my business the way I want to, or I have this mindset around this particular issue. And so often it comes back to something that has happened in childhood that you believed to be true about yourself or about a situation that happened. And you created a belief around that and your subconscious has played it out over years. That is what happened to me. And I want to share that story with you today. If you've ever experienced childhood sexual abuse or trauma, and it is triggering to you, I want for you to really know that I am for you, my friend, and that if this is too difficult for you to hear, I want you to turn the podcast off. Now, I'm not going to go into detail because I really don't think that that's necessary. Um for this particular podcast episode. So I'm not going to do that, but I do want to create a safe environment for your own healing and for mine. And because I bottled up so much of what I've wanted to say over the years, what I've wanted to say, what I've needed to say um, in order to protect other people, it it honestly ate away at me and, um, and I'm at a point right now where, you know what? I think it's more important for me to share than for me to make sure that I'm, you know, keeping this well-guarded secret. And honestly, I really don't need to keep it. I think it's just a story I've been telling myself. And a part of what happened in my story, which I'm gonna get to in a second here, was that I was so desperate, not to be a victim to my story, that I actually became a victim to my story because my own silence kept me in shame. And when I was unable to speak up for myself, I started losing parts of myself. And I struggled to be honest with those around me. Um, I kept things to myself. I kept bottled up. I internally processed everything. And I didn't share who I was, even with the people who were closest with me, for fear that when I did, they wouldn't accept me. And there is a reason for that. And so it showed up in so many areas of my life, it showed up in my intimate relationships. Um, You know, I'm trying not to, you know, be a victim in this, but this is just really what happened. I didn't allow myself to connect to connect intimately really with any any of my partners. And even though I would have a relationship with them, it was always at arm's length. And even if there was a physical connection, it was at arm's length as well because I wasn't emotionally connecting for fear that I would be rejected, which would usually end up happening because of course I was carrying around that and I would manifest the very thing that I feared. I was unable to really speak my truth with my family. Um, and, um, when I would have leadership positions within the jobs that I had, um, there was a lot of times where it showed up in my leadership and, And really it's played out, you know, in my business by me not showing up and speaking my truth. I have not allowed myself to really be seen as an expert in this because it's almost like I'm guarding, um, my story and keeping people from knowing the truth about who I am and saying, yes, I can help you, but I don't want you to know anything about me. And so, this is really, um, you know, all about me just honestly allowing these these things to come to the surface and be honest and transparent and vulnerable and authentic with you. So here we go. Okay. All right. Here we are. So I, I really thought about how I wanted to share the story and and because I don't think that it's important to really disclose details because I think really like, I don't even want to give anyone any, <laughs> any uh, I don't know. I don't want to give them the energy and the effort and the um, airtime, I guess really is how I, I look at it. Um. But when I was five years old, I was at my grandmother and grandfather's house and i was sexually assaulted by a very close family member it was uh, a family member who was not related to me um and it was not my immediate family and you know it's crazy looking back on this now but at that age i don't know how i had the wherewithal to do this but i did have the wherewithal to tell my parents and Um, I told them and they believed me and, you know, I was like, okay, good. They're going to do something about it. And they ended up telling my grandmother. Um, and I think this is the part of the story where I just, it feels so hard to actually probably tell you, but, um, my grandmother said that she did not want, uh, any, anyone to know about this because it would, it would impact another member of our family. And um gosh, looking back on that now is just like what a terrible 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 um decision. But I also look back and go, okay, I wonder though what she was also carrying around in her own life that um would cause her to do that. Um and my mom didn't particularly have a great relationship with her mother. And You know, so there was a lot of things that were going on there. And my mom complied. Um, So did my father. And even though they did their best to, you know, going forward, protect me from this individual, nothing was done about it. Nothing was said. And that right there, that part of the story is where little Andrea at five years old began to believe that when she spoke her truth, she was not heard, that she was not protected and that she was not safe. And that subconscious belief wove its way into everything in my life. And interestingly enough, um, I was able to, you know, move through, um, the healing process when it came to the assault because thankfully it was not it was not that bad um, bad enough, but not that bad. What we would come to find out many years later was that um I was not the only person who this individual assaulted. Um, there were many other family members um and had someone spoken up and shared the truth of this things might have been so different for all of the people involved, right? Hindsight <laughs> is 20-20. So um, I never really talked about it. I had to guard myself around this individual because obviously that person stayed in our family for, well, not obviously because you have, you don't know the story, but they did. They stayed in our family for many years. And I had to avoid this person like the plague I had to constantly be dodging this person the inappropriate comments um really just terrible awful like you know I don't know like being preyed upon really is what it was what it felt like fearing that there would be other you know girls in our family that would also be preyed upon as well which um you know, maybe happened. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I know that there are some uh, older than me that were definitely, that's neither here nor there. But at the end of the day, um, that is kind of what happened. And I locked that away in a vault. And, but the story that I had around it was that when the worst thing happens to you, and you share about it, and you speak up, and you're not protected, and you're and nothing's done about it, that what you have to say is not important, and what you have to say is not valuable, and what you have to say is is not going to be um, listened to, and there's going to be nothing done about it. And it really, really created a belief in me that... Um, gosh, just caused me to believe that didn't really matter what I said in my life, that I wasn't going to be heard. And I didn't realize that it was going to have that much of an impact on my life. But it really did. Like, you know, just even in the past, you know, a couple of years, I've been working with my natural health practitioner, Barb, and um, we've been working to, you know, unblock my throat chakra. And again, it got blocked um, just a year ago. This is an ongoing thing that I've had to work through because of the fact that um, I'm constantly, you know, working through this this belief, right? So this story that that, you know, I created in my life um, around, you know, not being heard, was actually probably more detrimental than the actual assault itself. Now, here's the thing about, you know, when we we create beliefs in our lives, you know, when somebody does something wrong, it doesn't really matter, you know, like it could be the worst thing in the world. It could be a mild thing. It really doesn't really matter. It's, it's our perception of what's gone on that we form beliefs around and You know, as young kids, we don't know any different. So when we're trying to be in survival mode, then our subconscious will create a belief to serve us, to keep us safe. And that is what it did. It was trying to keep me safe for so many years. But eventually, it wasn't keeping me safe anymore. Well, it was keeping me safe, but it was also keeping me from being who I was created to be. It kept me from the relationships that I wanted to have and being intimate in those relationships. It kept me from showing up as a leader, the leader I wanted to be. It kept me from sharing the parts of myself that I really wanted other people to know about in my own life. And it kept me from being an expert and an authority in my business and that, like I look back on now and it just, I uh, just, I don't know, my my whole being feels it. Because um, I carried around the shame, I carried around this feeling that I was fine. I presented that. But the truth was, is that everything inside me felt like I was broken. I bottled up so many emotions bottled up anger and fear and frustration and betrayal and all of these things. And it showed up in my actions, in how I showed up in my relationships and my business. And, you know, I always had to play, felt like I had to play by the rules and do the right thing because that was the only way that I was seen or heard was if I was good and did the right thing Um, and didn't cause any trouble and didn't, you know, make any waves. Um, So that's what I did. And anytime I did make waves, and it didn't go well, it was a disaster. And everything would fall apart. I learned to create walls around me to keep other people from really knowing the truth about me. There were things that I would want people to know, and really weren't even anything bad. But I just was unable to share about it. And when I started working um, with my friend Courtney, who who has been helping me with messaging over the past few months, you know, I was, she was saying to me, she's like, you know, it's sometimes like you, you talk about things and you talk in circles about them, but you never really say what you want to say. It's kind of like you kind of say a little bit and then you go yada, yada, yada. That's how she, she says it. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I do because there's a part of me that is holding back what's underneath, right underneath the surface for fear that that is going to cause me harm. Uh, And then I therefore don't share it. So where some people might share and fully disclose information in their story to other people. I have not for fear that I'm going to be harmed in the process. Gosh, just even saying that is just, it creates a little bit of discomfort, but also I know there's going to be so much freedom on the other side of this. So um, I have created, I've been the queen (laughs) of building a fortress around myself really and truly keeping everything so well guarded in my life. Even though if I was, if you really were to know all the gory details, it'd be like, really, this is it. (laughs) That's it. Um, That's all you got to say. A lot of it is just because of my own subconscious fears of really needing to keep me safe. And the reason why I really wanted to talk about this today is because I think that so often We're not speaking up for ourselves. We're not sharing our truth. We're not allowing our voices to be heard. We're not saying what we need to say because there is some underlying subconscious belief that is keeping us bound in fear that something is gonna happen if we do that, if we speak up, if we say what we need to say. And that five-year-old Andrea, would show up every time I needed to say something, and she would make the decisions. And when I started to really do the inner healing for this journey, I want to talk about how I did that, because I think it's so important for me to share this part of it. I truly didn't know how to get healing. I really didn't. Now, looking back, I go, Wow, thank God I have the tools, not only to help myself, but to help other people. Uh, Because I know exactly how it felt. I know how I felt. I know um, what I've needed in this process. And even though at some points I had to piece it together for myself, now I have so many tools to help other people in their own journey. So. I started my own healing process in my 20s when I went to my very first therapist. She's actually the person who inspired me to go and get my master's in counseling because it was just such a phenomenal experience. But I even remember telling her back then, because of course, I was not really healed in that that point in my life. I remember telling her, like, I'm not a victim to this situation. And I felt like I wasn't a victim to, to this individual anymore but what I was a victim to was my mindset. I was a victim to the story that I'd created because I had crafted such a, a story, a subconscious belief that I was a victim to that. And that is what played out over the years. And, oh God, I, would, I wish I could save people so much. Like, ah, from, like, wish I could save people from their own stories and their own beliefs of the things that they're believing to be true about their lives that just really aren't true about them. And that is why I'm so passionate about the work that I do because it is, it is so detrimental to being who we've been created to be and creating a life that we desire and impacting others through what we do. It is so detrimental uh, so anyways, I, I did therapy for about a year and, uh, it was after a breakup that I'd had <laughs> and of course it was a terrible breakup. The guy cheated on me and, um, anyways, I won't go into that right now because it's, you know, it's not important to this particular story. Um, who knows, maybe over the next couple of months, you might hear about that. But, uh, as it turns out, um, that was the beginning of my journey. But the story would continue to play out the belief that I was not going to be heard, that I was, that, you know, my truth didn't matter um, over the years, many, many, many years. In fact, until probably um, 2014, when I really acknowledged that I was struggling with anxiety and depression. And I didn't know, you know, probably how much I was taking on at that time. I had just left full time ministry. I had became a coach, but I wasn't really sure the heck what the heck I was doing. I was really in over my head. There was a lot going on, and uh, I started this journey to um, to do inner healing work. And I started with working my with my friend Barb. I've talked about her before. She's a natural health practitioner, and we did a lot of um, healing in my physical body first, addressing physical problems that I had, and then we started emotional clearing. She introduced me to the chakra systems. I had no idea what these things were. I was like a in full time, you know, Christian ministry, and all of that was just like, what in the world are you talking about? Is this a new age? if it is, how do you know about it? I've since really understood the power of our energy systems and how important it is to have them flowing and um, really being able to allow our emotions to flow through us and how our emotions get trapped inside our body and keep us unhealthy and unhealthy physically, emotionally, spiritually. And I remember when I went to Barb, um, she told me when we first started the emotional clearings, I had five chakras that were blocked. And we worked to clear all of those. And then, you know, uh, just last summer, she's like, your throat chakra is closed again. So we've worked to clear that. And now I'm going to start another one um, to clear another chakra that was blocked. And Of course, this is probably from just, you know, just other things that have gone on in my life that I didn't deal with and I didn't work through and I didn't talk about because that was my MO, right? By being able to do those emotional clearings gave me the capacity to be able to share how that impacted me with my family and share how their silence impacted me. And it also created a path for me to forgive. Because again, you know, looking back, when you have that healing in your own life, you're able to see things a little differently, right? Understanding that there were so many things at play and everyone has their own stories and they're all playing out their own childhood stuff. And looking back and seeing, okay, you know, they didn't really have a great relationship and, you know, it is what it is. And now I see and I'm able to really forgive what happened, knowing that it's a part of me now. It's a part of my story. It's not only going to be a part of me, but it's going to help me, you know, set other people free. From that pain in their own life, and uh, one of the the prayers that I used was the Ho'oponopono prayer, and it's a forgiveness prayer. It's a Hawaiian traditional prayer, and it's a beautiful prayer. I encourage you to um, to look it up. It's just so beautiful, and and really, it was extending this forgiveness and love and grace towards the people involved, to energetically release them, to spiritually forgive them. And to free myself, really, was, you know, what the end goal was. And and it really, really helped. And so in the process of this, I've now learned to share my truth more authentically. Uh, am I perfect at it? Absolutely not. There are probably many, many things I still need to share and be like really upfront about with, you know, the people in my life. But I'm on the journey to do that. I'm on the journey to keep talking and keep sharing and keep, you know, opening up in ways that allow me to truly be seen and truly be heard. So, the emotional clearings, the Ho'oponopono prayer was um, another thing that really helped me. And of course, doing the mindset work and and really shifting my subconscious belief to a new, more empowered thought. Now, how I did that was through the neuro cycle. And the neuro cycle was so helpful for me. It is um, a modality that Dr. Carolyn Leaf um, has Come up with that uses brain-based science neuroscience to really shift your beliefs and it is something that I did for several years and loved so much and now I've kind of combined the neuro cycle with my own training in NLP and time techniques um, and I do it with my own clients now because I find it so so incredibly powerful and I use that to clear my subconscious beliefs and to create new empowered beliefs. And what became really important in that process was, you know, also creating, you know, a healthy nervous system. So I really began to regulate my nervous system in the process. So, you know, there were several modalities that I was using to be able to shift my, my subconscious belief. Um, but those were some of them that I used and uh, I use those with my clients because I found them so helpful in my own life. Uh, At the time when I was really working through this belief, I didn't have a blueprint for all of these modalities. (laughs) In fact, I was just literally like figuring it out as I went. And I really believe, and I truly am grateful that God showed me everything that I needed to do every step of the way and led me to the modalities I needed. Because there were often times that I was doing things that I didn't even understand or know were modalities that someone else was using in the healing space. And I found that out much later. This happened multiple times. So I really believe that I was given divine downloads all throughout the time for my own healing journey. I have now learned how to use some of those modalities in a way that I can use them with clients. And it has been uh, proved to be so, so incredibly powerful in the transformational um, journey of my clients when they come to me as well. And so when we are able to shift our subconscious beliefs and we're able to create a new, more empowered thought and belief for our lives, everything then is filtered through a new belief. And not only is it, it's not just magic, it's not just like, oh, believe something new and have an affirmation. Although we do use affirmations, it is wired into you as a new belief. And that part of it is amazing to me. Because even though there might be triggers or times where you're triggered, you can activate a new belief and act out of a new belief. And that will create what it is that you truly desire within your life. So my friend, if you are feeling like you are not showing up and really speaking your truth, you're you're hiding behind a fear that if someone were to really truly know you, you'd be exposed or if you really said what you believe to be true, then you would lose everything and everyone and you would never ever build what you want to build in your business. I want to encourage you that it could be that you are living out of an old belief. You're living out of an old paradigm. And the way through it is to create a new one. I'd love to talk with you about that, about what that would look like for you. And when I say that is going to shift your life, it is going to transform your life. I am not kidding. (laughs) I am really and truly not kidding around. This work is so powerful and so transformative that it will it will literally shift everything in your life positively. And, and so I'd love to talk with you about th- what that will look like for you, especially if you're finding yourself holding back not saying what you really want to say, not speaking up for yourself, hiding behind something that has happened in your past and really allow yourself to be seen. It does not mean that you're going to share your deepest, darkest secrets with people and nor do you have to. That is not the point. The point of this and me sharing with you is that it was time for me to be really honest about my story So that I could show you how transformation takes place and how it has shifted and changed my own life. A really beautiful representation of this has been that the individual that we were, that my grandmother was intending to protect, ended up going through a lot in her own life over many, many years, many, many, many years. Um, she is just at this stage of her life learning to stand in her power. Gosh, it's just beautiful to see and to witness. It took her a long time. It took her, I don't even know if she's fully there to be honest with you. Um, I hope she gets there. I hope she gets the healing in her own life. I'm sure that she has her own story that's playing out as we all do. Right. But to see her now get healing is just so encouraging to me in realizing that we all have an opportunity to share our truth and to show up as authentically as who we've been created to be as possible. And that the world needs us to do that. People need us, our families need us to do that, to bring healing, bring transformation into the lives of other people. And especially if you're in this industry, And you are helping other people achieve that transformation in their own lives in some way. Your transformation is going to be paramount to someone else receiving that healing and transformation in their own lives. So my friend, thank you for hanging out with me today. Thank you for allowing me to share this part of my story with you. I feel honored that you have held this space for me today. I would love to hold this space for you as well. And so, I'm going to leave a link here in the show notes for you to connect with me and we can jump on a call and see how you can start this own this transformation journey for yourself. And if we've not connected before, love to connect with you on Instagram. You can find me at Andrea Crisp Coach. Or at the dot courage cast. Until next time, remember you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music by Stephen Crilly, production by Claudia Henock.